Hello, and welcome to the Daily Musings Podcast. I am your host, Steve M. I will be reading the daily reflection from the books Beyond Belief, Daily Musings for a 12-Step Life by Joe C., and published by Rebellion Dogs Publishing, and 365 Dao by Deng Ming Dao, published by Harper One. To be clear, I have not received permission from either publisher to reproduce this content in any form. It is strictly intended for my personal use and the enjoyment of my family and a few close friends. I hope you enjoy today's Daily Musings. July 31, 365 Dow, Day 212, Form. At first, form is needed. Then doubt and inhibition must be dispelled. Eventually, form is celebrated with joy, and expression becomes formless. In all fields of endeavor, including spirituality, one must start out with certain structures, procedures, and forms. Even though one admires the seemingly effortless virtuosity of the masters, it will take some time before one can reach that level. Take dance, for example. The novice student must drill constantly on the basics, isolating each step and movement with meticulous attention. Although the emphasis on structure may add to the beginner's inhibition, it must be done. Eventually, the dancer will learn to let go. The steps will have become a natural part of movement. Then dance can be celebrated joyously. Our now mature dancer may even dance in a way that seems so spontaneous, so magical, that it will seem formless. Or, more precisely, The form will emerge with fluidity, grace, originality, and beauty. The same is true of spirituality. At first, all the restrictions and practices seem quite constricting. Eventually, you reach a stage where meditation flows quite spontaneously. Every day is new, fresh, and full of wonderful insights. The beauty of the world then shows itself as it is, Doubts fade away, and the banality of ordinary life is replaced with the awe and grandeur of the soul. This is true formlessness. Day 2.12 And now, Beyond Belief, Daily Musing for July 31. Today's quote, The method of averting one's attention from evil and living simply in the light of good is splendid as long as it will work, but there is no doubt that healthy-mindedness is inadequate as a positive philosophical doctrine, because the evil facts which it refuses to account for are genuine and may be the best key to life's significance and possibly the openers to the deepest levels of truth. William James, 1842-1910 to 1910. 
We move from the evil of addiction, clear the wreckage of the past, and live in the light. Nice. Who would not want to leave it at that? We put on sunglasses and bask in recovery's peace and happiness, not regretting the past nor wishing to shut the door on it. Sweet. Some of us don't know much about that. Why? We are seekers, and when we find peace, we just can't stop seeking. We seek truth, not pleasure. And as we peel away layers, we discover it's not all pretty underneath. Some of us will get shat on. Cornered and blindsided, our happy, joyous, and free passes are snatched away without consent. We did not sign up for more abuse. But if we are faced with evil and we find the courage to move forward, we may find, or create, meaning from suffering. Dignity and integrity constantly get tested. There may be no end in sight, but we will make it through, gradually. At some point, we will be asked to show up for a loved one facing some kind of unthinkable evil. A problem shared is a problem halved. Good listeners can bear witness to great truths, too. Our program, at its core, involves words and witnessing. We talk, we listen, we heal, and we help. The phrase, advice-giving, is not often found in 12 and 12 literature. We find our own answers by voicing our troubles. Others listen and identify. Our experience, not our advice, is why peer-to-peer works. Doing it solo or blockading ourselves with books sometimes fails where sharing does not. Do I know that recovery promises a life? Not a good one or an easy one, but one to make my own? July 31, 